Hello, everyone. I'm Jake. I'm 15, and in two weeks, my parents will conduct an exorcism over me. My father and mother sincerely believe that I am possessed by a demon, and I don't really believe they'd listen to me. Someone said that I got unlucky from birth. You see, my dad and mom are very religious. They attend every service at our local church, regularly donate to the church, and happily take part in all the events held at it. Several years ago, I had nothing to complain about. Sometimes, temple undertakings were really interesting. For example, I sang in the church choir for four years and met a crap ton of great friends there. I went on hikes with the community 20 times, took part in pilgrimages. I've even managed to find a girlfriend among the members of our congregation. My life was good, and I never got bored. They say that the faithful are boring and narrow-minded people who spend all their time bowing to icons and hardly do anything else. From my own experience, I'd say that is far from truth. To be more precise, each of the faithful differs from the others in so many ways. The leader of our church choir, for example, has traveled half the world, knew six languages, and respected the beliefs of others, even if such beliefs had little in tune with his own. On the other hand, we have people like Reverend Father John, also a big dog in our local church. He is not a bad man, but incredibly stubborn and all around unpleasant to deal with. If he sees that someone does not agree with him, he immediately writes the debater into lost souls. And if the opponent persists or tries to prove something to the Reverend Father, then John considers the debater his personal enemy. Due to these contradicting examples, I did not grow up to be a religious person, although I know the Bible backwards and forwards. Apparently, I took after my grandfather. He was a notorious skeptic and atheist, but a wonderful person. My grandfather taught me critical thinking and logical reasoning. He often took care of me while my father and mother were busy at the church. I am very grateful for him for everything. Grandfather said that Dad also was a rationalist many years ago. Everything changed when he met the girl who later became my mom. Dad fell madly in love with her, and she was from a very religious family. So the father became a worshiper as well. And now my mom and dad are trying to show me the light, so to say. You know, a few years ago, I won't be actually resisting them. I really liked spending time at the temple. There were cool people in charge of holding the services, and it was actually interesting to listen to the sermons. I have even considered going to the seminary for some time. Three years ago, everything started crumbling away right before my eyes. And since then, my life within the church has become harder and harder with each passing day. It all started with the death of my beloved grandfather. And soon, our local church lost all the adequate clergymen. Three priests were transferred to other churches in the country. For them, it was a promotion, but for me, it was a great deal to mourn about. You see, each time a vacant seat appeared at our church, Reverend John managed to claim it for one of his protégés. And each one of Reverend John's protégés was a narrow-minded fanatic. Since then, Mom and Dad turned into total obscurantists. The church is all right. There are plenty of worthy people among the priests and parishioners alike. But my parents somehow managed to join the Flat Earth Society and an anti-vax movement at the same time. If any of these people watches this, excuse me, but I really think it's pure donkey balls. My personal nightmare began a year and a half ago. You know, the teenager's body undergoes a powerful transformation. You can suddenly grow half a feet in several months, for example. I was not so lucky. My organism gifted me with an allergy to incense. 
the odorous substance widely used during church service. The smell of the incense makes me turn pale and begin to suffocate. I wheeze, sniffle and croak like a zombie from a Hollywood movie. It's not dangerous at all, but it looks disgusting. I am 100% sure that I'm allergic to incense. At first, I conducted several experiments that confirmed my suspicions. Parents didn't allow me to go to a doctor, but I still managed to do so. That doctor issued the final verdict. Just an allergy. Yet my mom and dad think otherwise. When my parents witnessed an allergy attack firsthand, they immediately suspected I was under some evil influence. Their fears were confirmed when, during some service, they did not allow me to leave the temple for even a second. Without the influx of fresh air, surrounded by incense vapors, I simply fainted. Dad and Mom decided I was definitely possessed by a demon. In desperation, I even asked another doctor, a parishioner of our church, to conduct a full examination. But Dad and Mom flatly refused to let me visit him. They were sure they already knew what was happening to me. Besides, as my mom said, no stranger should become part of our family affairs. Soon after my torment began, to be precise, only I think of it as torment, Dad and Mom, on the contrary, are firmly convinced that they are saving my lost soul from eternal damnation. The most sad thing, however, is that the local priest is at their side. Father John thinks that allergies do not exist. Therefore, my suffering can only be explained by the machinations of Satan. I went through a lot over the past 18 months. For example, my parents, together with Father John, forced me to stand during the whole three-hour service, several times a week. Of course, the priest burned pounds of incense during these services. Mom and Dad were sure that sooner or later, the demon would tire and leave my body. I'm not a sportsman, so standing for three hours in a row was a challenge in itself. Aching legs, Father John's mutterings, Censor full of foul-smelling fog. It was horrible. And then my parents devised another complication. Now they made me fast for half a day before each service. I was forced to fight leg ache, headache, nausea, and fatigue at once. To say it was hard would be an understatement. I was sent on a pilgrimage five times during the last months. One of those pilgrimages was on foot. Well, at least they didn't force me to travel alone. It was hard, of course, but this challenge helped me to become fit. I perceived the pilgrimage on foot as some sort of special marathon, difficult but interesting. Alas, the pilgrimages were the last fun moments in my parents' fight with my possession. While we traveled through the woods and hills, I felt great. My parents seriously hoped that the demons, who existed only in their imagination, had finally left me. But when we returned home, and I fell unconscious in the church once again, my parents realized that nothing really changed. First they got upset. Soon their sadness transformed into righteous anger, and they decided to get down to business with the utmost seriousness. I was forbidden to surf internet. They took away my computer, TV, and phone. My father and mother justified all of this by proclaiming all technological marvels to be devil's toys, used only to tempt the innocent. No walks with friends, no entertainment, no dates. Parents only allow me to do lessons, read the Bible, visit the church, and listen to Father John's sermons. Soon my girlfriend left me. All this time, she tried to stay close to me and supported me even when my parents took my mobile phone away and forbade me to leave the house. Alas, in the end, she simply could not stand it. 
I was constantly busy with lessons and insane tasks of my parents, and she didn't receive enough attention from me. I do not blame her for anything. It was impossible to build a serious relationship with a man whose life was being ruined by three crazy fanatics constantly chattering about demonic possessions and other nonsense. Nevertheless, our breakup still made me feel awful. And when I tried to find support for my parents, they just shrugged my words off. They were so focused on saving my mortal soul that my real troubles looked not that interesting, I guess. Good thing is most my friends understood the situation right. People willingly lent me phones and laptops, allowing me to surf the web, chat and listen to music as much as needed. Alas, at one time, my mother returned from work early and saw my friend's phone in my hands. The scandal was incredible. And then Dad scolded me at home. Now friends don't let me use their phones and laptops anymore. My parents asked those supporters of Father John who worked at my school to look after me. Of course, my grades just dropped. Now it was very hard to get ready for lessons with only several books from our local library. When Dad and Mom heard about my drop-off, they decided that Satan was gaining more and more power over my mind and tightened control even more. A month in the monastery became the last straw that broke the camel's back. The monks used me as a free laborer. I lived in a stable and went to worship every day. Incense was everywhere and I fainted three or four times a day. Besides, I've lost a month's school because of that monastery. Recently, Dad and Mom told me that a professional exorcist would come to our city soon. According to my parents, only an exorcist can help me. Of course, there are chances that the exorcist will turn out to be a sane guy and gets their heads on straight. But I do not want to risk it. I have already made a decision. Tomorrow, I will leave my home behind. I will ask child services for help so that Mom and Dad won't be able to harm me ever again. So now I'm sitting at my friend's place telling you this story. And this very night, I'm going to pack up and go call for help. How do you like all this madness? What would you do in my place? Like the video, subscribe to the channel, and be sure to share your point of view in the comments.